all right, it's March break here in Canada, but the kid and the kids are out of school, but I'm not letting them get get away with that that easy. School of life in the Dutch Hall is in session. Now sit down and be quiet. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. How's welcome very much. How's everybody doing today? Great. Fan fantastic. Good, good. Better than ever. Pretty nice. I'm your host with the most, Pete Van Dyke, and today we have uh, our largest panel of people we've ever had on Live from the Dutch Hall. We have five guests that have joined us today. Yay. And I'd like to introduce them all to you to start off. We'll start over on my left-hand side. Here we have the lovely and talented Emma Ball. Thank you for coming, Emma. No problem. Uh oh there we go. The crowd here is very generous. We will give you applause all day long. They're a very nice crowd at Live from the Dutch Hall. They've been joining us from forever. And now next, next to Emma, we have um, her second trip to Live from the Dutch Hall. Um, it is my lovely daughter, Maya Van Dyke. Hey, Maya. Uh, hi. <laughs> Oh, a double clap. <laughs> Woohoo! The medic. Medic. My pleasure to be here, even though oh, I live thanks. outside. <laughs> <laughs> Farts are always funny. Medic is needed. <laughs> okay, that. Our next guest is uh, the son of one of a person that's been on two live from the Dutch Halls and our, our theme songwriter. It is Lucas Charters. Lucas, thanks a lot for coming, buddy. I get clapped for once in my life. And a fart thing. <laughs> Somebody get a medic. Also, the second visit uh, to Live from the Dutch Hall, we have my other daughter, Caitlin Van Dyke. Thanks for coming, Katie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing with the part two. And our final guest, boy, this is going to take up most of the show, just introducing all you kids. Uh-oh. Is uh, my niece uh, and the son of, uh, or the, sorry, the daughter. Oh, I'm not a boy. <laughs> I'm a girl. This should be laughing. I'm sorry. The uh, daughter of uh, the star of T-Shirt Club, Jeff Ball, my niece, uh, Maddie Ball. So, Maddie, thanks Hi, for coming. Hi, no problem. Musical genius, as I've been called. Make sure we don't clap into the microphone. So, everybody, it's uh, I have listeners from all over. This is episode 13, Unlucky 13, so you guys are on the Unlucky episode 13. Well, it is school. Thirteen's my favorite number. Well, there you go, and that's why we have you here. Triskaidekaphobia. It Lucas, what are you cool. saying, buddy? Sense. What are you saying there? Triskaidekaphobia, the fear of the number 13. Is that really the case? Yes. You should have saved that for <laughs> random facts. See, we could have had oh, that for I random facts. Sense. That's a good one. We got one out of it. Is that really the right thing? Yeah. If, if I was to go. Triskaidekaphobia is. <laughs> well, that's a big 13. one. Triskaidekaphobia? Yeah. Is yeah. the fear of the number 13. Do you have that? Uh, No, we've got different ones. What are you, what are you afraid of? Um, I don't <laughs> like sharks. Sharks? I'm afraid of sharks. Oh, what? I was afraid of dogs, but now I'm not. Oh, because you have a dog now. Yeah. Well, I that's... got used to them. All right. So let me get back on track here. We have episode 13 here today, live from Dutch Hall. It's March break. And now we have a lot of listeners from all over the world listening to live, live from the Dutch Hall. And some of our listeners are from outside of Canada. So I always like to educate them on, on what happens here in Canada. And... Uh, in Canada, every week for March, our elementary schools are, are let out for a week of uh, holidays, which we call March break. And um, that's what we're in the middle of. Smack dab in the middle of this week is March break for our kids. So the kids have been home all week. Teachers have been home all week. A lot of our, a lot of people travel south to uh, the sun, sunny destinations with their family, plan a family trip. So I know we've had a lot of our listeners. I have a lot of listeners coming from Florida this week because a lot of uh, people locally are down there uh, enjoying the warm weather, getting out of our buckets and buckets of snow we keep seeing to getting so outside. So I'd like to say thank you for listening, everybody, and and hope you're enjoying your vacation down there in the nice sunny south. And um, so March break 
is not only, uh, I know the kids get to be off school, but I thought, well, this is a good opportunity to have in some really intelligent young kids, have them in here and see if I can maybe give them the education of Pete Van Dyke. I can explain to you guys how, like, I, I can show you what kind of teacher I would be if I was your teacher, but uh, it'll also become abundantly clear quickly why they would never hire me as a teacher. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid for this. <laughs> brace I'm yourselves, listeners. Brace yourselves. I'm intelligent. Definitely. I'm intelligent. You are intelligent, yes, sir. I believe you're intelligent. intelligent. There you go. Second compliment. You got applause and and a compliment. Isn't this your lucky day? Yes. Thirteen. <laughs> you should have a talk with your dad and tell him maybe you should throw a compliment once away. Yeah. Or you gotta work harder at doing good things. Yeah. So, anyways, um, before we get into our lesson plan, I got a lesson plan set up here with all kinds of interesting topics, religion, social studies, phys ed, music, literacy, maybe, whatever we have a chance to get to. And then we're going to finish up the show with a little random fact segment that, are, that uh, we did on Snow Day with my kids, uh, which was, I think, episode five or something. So, so we're going to get back and do that. And we may, if we have time, have a wonderful performance by uh, the talented Maddie Ball to, uh, near the end of the show. So, that being said, what we need to do is go to our segment one, which is feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> feedback. So, we got feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback, we got feedback, is brought to you, as always, by Amazon.com and Amazon.ca. If you visit my website, www.livefromthedutchhall.com, you will see uh, Amazon banners. They're, the first banner is Amazon.ca, so if you're in Canada, and there's a way that you can uh, shop at Amazon. And, uh, but just go to my website, hit the link, and then every time you make a purchase from Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, um, Live from the Dutch Hall will get a little bit of a kickback, and that will help us keep the show going. And it'll also help us uh, keep our equipment where it needs to be and and hopefully keep bringing this to you week after week. So thank you very much for your support. I think I'm still holding steady at 13 cents as my earnings, so I think we're going to have to if, – if, if, if you're ever in the market where you need something on Amazon, this week Amazon.com just sent a message to me saying that there's a bunch of trade-in things. They're doing this campaign where you can take old books and old CDs, old videos and stuff like that. And Amazon will buy those off you or trade them in and give you credit to purchase things from their store. So if it's something that if you got a bunch of old videos or old books kicking around and you want to see if you can make maybe make some money off them, go on live from the dutchhall.com, click the Amazon banner and see about their uh, trading campaign, see if that'll work for you. Thank you very much. That being said, there's the commercials out of the way. Also, we do have still Rhapsody.com. If any of the uh, our American listeners are using Rhapsody.com and you'd like to give me some feedback to see, tell me how it works, that'd be great. Oh, well, we got to, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being reminded by my, don't worry, you can talk, honey, just talk into the mic, it's okay, you guys can interrupt as, as you go, but uh, we have another, we're going to have the other segment of the show that is going to be uh, sponsored by that, oh, we have one more sponsor, let's get it out of the way, eh, Maya, while we're doing commercials, okay, we have also, uh, we're going we're gonna to take this next commercial, we're going to send it over to Emma and Maya, who are going to tell you about their um, business that they have going and tell you how you can support it. So I'll help you along, Maya. Just tell me what the name of the business is. Um, it is called Bracelets for a Cure. And we got a Facebook page for it. And, <laughs> and we're, um, we're making those loom bracelets, elastic loom bracelets, and we're selling them for a dollar. And all the proceeds will go to our Relay for Life team. So which helps the Canadian Cancer Society help find a cure for cancer, which is a really good cause. And uh, the bracelets, I mean, the girls have been working their tails off trying to get, uh, trying to get these bracelets made. So once again, the, the way that they can get, uh, and it's a minimum donation of a dollar, correct? It's not, uh, that's not hard and fast. If someone wants to give a little bit more money to support, to help find a cure for cancer, they're more, you'll take their money, won't you? <laughs> yeah. Emma will take any money that she can find. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you go to Facebook and it's called Bracelets for the Cure is the Facebook page. And uh, feel free to go on there and like it. And if you want it to, you can always, uh, if you don't have a way to contact the girls to get one of these bracelets, you can always send me an email at livefromthedutchhall at gmail.com. And I'll make sure that the, uh, we set up the transaction so you guys can get your bracelet. And I, I understand you guys are working on uh, even iPhone covers and stuff, are you? Yep, Rooney. So we're still in the, in the prototype phase to get this done. But once it's perfected, I think we're going to expand the product line and really, really help out. Help out a good cause. 
So I'm going to give you a round of applause for that. That's a good, great thing you guys are doing. And uh, keep it up. If you can support these girls, that would be great. I want an iPod cover. Oh, that's good. That wasn't so, me. So now we're going to get into feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. We got feedback this week. We always ask our fans to give us some feedback. The one thing, we got a piece of feedback uh, this week, which I wasn't expecting when we had a camp on Tuesday. We dropped the girls off at camp, and uh, the lady working the camp was a listener of Life in the Dutch Hall, wasn't she? Hmm. Yep, she was. And uh, do you remember what exactly um, her piece of feedback was, Maya? Well, she said that she was enjoying the show and it was funny. Uh, I will take that. Enjoying the show and was funny. As far as I'm concerned, that's five stars. Five stars right there. Hey? I'd say four. Most people give us feedback via the email or via four stars. You give me four for that, Lucas? No. She yeah, said it was. She five, would be, five would be the best podcast in the world. I'd give you five, Uncle Pete. I'd well, give you five. I would give you five, but <laughs> that comment would. I, like just in my opinion, it would be four. Well, I you're think... in for you're in for a real surprise, Lucas. I'll tell you that. Huh. Once I show you the iTunes the iTunes uh, reviews, you're you're gonna, your mind's gonna be blown. Okay. So hold on. Maybe uh, maybe that's why you're not getting any compliments, Lucas. Because oh, you're just tough shutting everybody down. Yeah, tough grader, Lucas. <laughs> that's right. But I got one compliment already. Oh, well, you gotta stay in close to the mic if you're gonna talk. So. Anyways, feedback, we got feedback. Normally, we get it from, from our email or from iTunes. And this week, we have a bunch of feedback, as always. Um, our regular cast of characters uh, and uh, a couple of new ones. Uh, this week, we are going to focus on basically our main, our main suppliers of feedback, which is uh, some good friends from the Caribbean. We have our Haitian dwarf, the Haitian dwarf. We always give him a round of applause because he's been with me since episode one. We always like hearing feedback from the Haitian dwarf. So let's hear it for him. The Haitian dwarf has been been one of my greatest, greatest uh, fans. The only problem is, uh-oh, the Haitian dwarf. We have we have technical difficulties for the Haitian dwarf. I gave him the I gave him the round of applause. Now I got to follow through. So the Haitian dwarf gave me a piece of feedback this week. Again, five stars, five stars again. And I guess he's given me four stars one week, Lucas. But that was a week that was meant to be critical. I was not up to par that week, and uh, he let me know it. That's why he's a true fan, a true friend of the show. Got it. This week, five stars, five stars, and uh, I'm still waiting for it to be brought up. On my technical device. Every time there's technical problems on the show, I fall apart. And right now I'm having technical issues here. So oh, got it going here. Um, so I'm going to do uh, the Haitian Dwarf here. Five stars. Oh, my goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. Live programming here. All right. Oh, no. Okay, there we go. Come on here. Okay, this is not exactly appropriate for kids, and this is the Lenten season, the second show of the Lenten season, so I cannot say any swear words. That's the thing. I should remind you kids to keep me in line. If I say any swear words, I owe the church money. One dollar. A dollar per swear. But this time, I don't even want that. I, I'll give the church money anyway, but I want you guys to keep me on track because we want to keep the E off of this so other kids can hear it, So maybe, or at least uh, other families who don't like to hear me say curse words all the time can listen to the show, so... This one I'm going to try to keep as clean as I can. Believe me, the last thing on your mind when you're getting slammed against the wall, or slammed against a Velcro-covered wall just for some drunk people's uh, pleasure, I'm going to change some words there, is what we talked about last week, which I can't say. So this is all censored. You can probably go on my iTunes page, and if you look at reviews and feedback, you can see what he actually said. Okay. On a sadder oh, note, yeah. on a sadder note, the Haitian Dwarf goes on to write, a man showed up at our village the other day expressing concern about the future of podcasting, and he gave me a, a, um, a link. So he gave me a link. I looked into it, and what it turns out to be, it's, um, it's a thing called, have you ever heard about Fund Anything? Have you kids ever heard of Fund Anything? No. No? Never. Fund Anything is a website where they'll allow you to go on there, and you can pitch your ideas, and then you can get ideas to do something great, like to do... Um, if you think something is important or if you have an art project or anything you want to get off the ground, it says fund anything. So anything you have an idea for that will re require money, you can make a pitch by, via a YouTube video or something like that. 
and you kind of uh, you can set up incentives. If you said like you know I'll I'll uh, cook you dinner or I'll I'll sign I'll give you a sign, autograph something or other and send it to you if you get, donate so much money, and you can it's a way to fundraise to get whatever you want off the ground. So if I wanted to say um, increase you know the, the make this show a bigger production then they would i could go and appeal to the to the masses to see if they'd throw money on, at me or whatever in this case this man wants to fund this man uh adam carolla he's a podcaster he's a he's also been a television star a comedian uh filmmaker he is the host of one of the most famous podcasts or at least the most most popular fo- podcast that's out there the adam carolla show and uh adam carolla is currently being sued by people who are called patent trolls. Have you heard of a patent troll? No, what is it? Nope. Well, a patent troll is something that it's a a patent is basically the legal right to do something. So the reason they set up patents and copyrights is so like if you have an invention, and Caitlin, you might be interested in this because you're somewhat of a always, uh, well, you too, Maya, you guys are somewhat of inventors. You like to invent things. So... If you have an invention, like let's say someone comes up with a new technology and they spend a lot of their own efforts and, and they're, they're to do research and development to come up with this new technology, that new technology, uh, would you'd want to protect it. You want the ability to make money on it so that you can then uh, – so someone can't just take your good idea and make all the money while, and you did all the work and effort to come up with the idea. That's what patents are for is to protect people who work hard at making our world a better place. Unfortunately, there are companies out there who are called – who their whole their whole reason for being in business is just to get um, just to get patents. They buy a whole bunch of patents for ridiculous things, like and then they enforce these patents. They sue people for that. So in this case, this guy they they make rules like in this case they made a rule if you um, broadcast on the internet that was their patent for broadcasting on the internet or releasing something in sequential order on the internet. So for example, live from the Dutch Hall. I have episode one, episode two, episode 11, episode 12, you know, and so on and so forth. Because I'm doing that in sequential order, they would say that I am I'm, uh, breaking the patent that they have. Because they have a patent for people that release something in sequential order. It's ridiculous. They didn't do anything. They patented something that already existed. It's just a ridiculous idea. And then they sue you for millions of dollars. In this case, Adam Kroll is being sued for, I think, three million bucks or something like that. Really? And, really? And, and they because ne- of what? Because they have the patent on broadcasting on the internet. What? So that's what I'm doing here today. I'm live from the Dutch Hall with you guys. We're broadcasting on the internet. Nobody's suing you. Not yet. Well, they're <laughs> not, not yet. yet. But if they if they sue if they sue Adam Carolla and then they get the money they want and they set a precedence or which they 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 kind of show that it already works on him, then there's no reason they can't come after my 13 cents. And so what I'm doing is right now trying to hang on to the 13 cents I've earned on this program <laughs> so that we can – but in the, beyond that, it's about principle. You know, the Internet – and this is something that I think you guys are – I wanted to touch on with you guys. P- kids that are your age, are they're, you're the future. Like, you're going to change the world. Do you, do you agree with that, Emma? Yeah. And the reason you're going to change the world is because of the Internet. Because right now – and we'll get into this with all of our other stories. You'll notice it comes through – is that by using the internet, your voice can be heard by the entire world, and you can say whatever you want to say. And you can also use social media and things like that to get collectively a whole bunch of people together that's going to allow you to accomplish great things. And if they take away our ability to do this on... on um, if they take away our ability to do this uh, by not allowing us to podcast, then... or blog or do YouTube videos or anything like that, then I think we're going to be in big trouble. So this is why I want to lend my support to Adam Carolla, saying fundanything.com. Um, if you go on and find Adam Carolla's uh, issue to, to stamp out uh, patent trolls, I think it's a, a cause worth supporting. So I think if we help him out, it'll be good at helping us all out to be able to keep a collective voice of the people. And we can do great things in this world, okay? So let's hear about, let's hear it. Thank you, Haitian Dwarf, for bringing up that issue. Yes, Lucas, go ahead. Um, speaking of that uh, issue. Yeah. Speaking of that issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I like watching the, the YouTuber Chug Conroy. Yeah. And um, he usually posts his uh, new Let's Play daily. Yeah. 
But um, he hasn't been posting it recently. Oh, yeah. So maybe it's like something like that, or it's either that or he's sick and he can't do it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, the yeah. thing about these guys is they'll sue you for $3 million bucks. They never want to take you to court. They never really want to do anything. All they want to do is be a thorn in your side, pester you until you give in to them and settle out of court. Yes. And then once you pay them money, they go away, and you can keep doing what you're doing anyways. They're just bullying you into paying them money. It's a real problem with the system. I think it exists. This is American, this problem, but it uh, Canadians are no more innocent than the Americans are on these issues. Like any time that we have lawyers, and this is the thing about lawyers, this is lesson number one class. Lawyers, the reason people hate lawyers is because they look at rules literally and they don't really care about right and wrong. You know, you kids, if I asked you about what was right and what was wrong, you, would, you can tell me a lot better than a lawyer can. But lawyers care about what, what the law is on the piece of paper and how they can kind of manipulate the meaning behind that, that, the words on the page. And that's why everyone thinks they're kind of jerks, right? Yeah. But anyways, that's my talk on lawyers. So. Yeah, like killing people is wrong, walking on the street and being happy is right. <laughs> nailed it. You nailed it, yeah. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> That's great. All right, That's so thank you, Haitian Dwarf. Next guy up is Conroy123. Conroy123 is my uh, Jamaican listener. He has been with me for since, I think, Jamaica, Jamaica, and he's provided me with feedback. Last week, Conroy123 was in the subject of quite a bit of controversy on Live from the Dutch Hall. He, was, um, he made some comments, and part of his comments were making some making a statement about my wife. He said that uh, he likes seeing my wife again or hearing my wife's voice again and he called her um, an anise. Anise. What's an anise? He said she's like an anise. Well, that's what I said. I couldn't think of what it was. So I looked it up. It was like uh, black licorice or like a, like a, like a so, spice. So Aunt Jane is a black licorice or a spice. <laughs> then what it is means what... is she, huh. her voice is very nice. She is spicy. It, yeah, you think that's what it means? You yeah, th you speak like, patois? No, it's just, no, it's just like he said. Um, he's like he said that her her voice is like a black licorice. Is what you're saying? He said. So if no. he says that, then he must like black licorice because he said he wandered back on the show. Yeah, he liked her. So well. he must like black licorice. Well, I was just... So he might. Yeah, well, that's, that's a good theory. I mean. That's a good theory. I had a similar theory, I guess, but it was a little bit more crude than that one, I have to admit. But it was. Uh, but I was really upset with the fact that he remembered my wife's voice. Like, how does he know? My, how did he know my wife? Um, Aunt Jane is all Uncle Pete's, okay? <laughs> if you're listening to this... Yeah. If you're All his. That's right, Conroy. You hear that, right? <laughs> Don't get in the way. So, so this week, this week, Conroy. Also, with Conroy one two three, what he when he made there was uh, uh, Murr Scott Hazen from Crown the Lion was on last week, and he started s speculating as to who who the Conroy was, and he made a, a statement that my cousin Kevin Van Dyke, who's been on the show twice, could have been the man behind Conroy one two three. Well. <laughs> What I said on the episode was, I suspected something similar. And you know what I did? I went right after the show. I went to my cousin Kevin, point blank, asked him in his face. I said, are you Conroy123 and what are you saying about my wife? And you know what my cousin Kevin did and said? What? He told me that he was, he was, he was insulted. That he because because <laughs> Kevin's been on this show twice. He didn't use a name like Tabuscus or... Tabuscus. Or... Uh, Chaka Conroy. Does, Chaka. Is that his Christian name? Is that Chaka Conroy? Is, no. is that on his birth certificate? No, Chaka Conroy is his, YouTube, is his YouTube user. His real name is Emil. He, you know his real name. Why doesn't he use it on his YouTube then? Um, he uses it. He said um, in his in his Animal Crossing uh, Let's Play, he called himself Emil instead of... Isn't it more yeah. like with YouTubers? It's like their game name. Like if, if they're yeah. like on live chat with somebody on game or on the game or something, they'll just use their game yeah, name or something. Chug oh, yeah? Right, it's or, weird. Like you have to yeah. love cats. Two, three, five. <laughs> yeah. Chug a... Um, Chugga Conroy. Let's get on with this school day. Chugga or, um, 
We got <laughs> All right, my point. Okay, okay. Let's just get this out of the way. Tim, you you gotta. We have to know. I'm just saying. My point here is that Shaka Conroy or whatever the name is is a it's a fake name. My cousin Kevin came out and said, "Listen, I've been on your show two times. I don't use any gamer names or anything like that. My name's Kevin Van Dyke. I'm proud of my name. Proud of my family. I'm gonna stand in front of him and say who I really am." And he's saying, "If you think I'm gonna go on the internet." Use a different name. If I have an opinion on your show, I'm going to say I'm Kevin Van Dyke. I'm going to tell you what I think of you. So this guy, Conroy123, is a, is a, is a, I feel the same way. He's probably an honest man. And he, saved, he sent me some feedback today. And uh, I want to read it to you. It says, uh, Mernado, five stars. This is for Crown the Lion episode. He says, Anise. Anise is Jamaican slang for a beautiful princess. Innocent, always fun to be around. And you can talk to her every night without ever getting bored, which you guys are getting bored of the segment feedback. We got feedback. I can yes. see that. We're a lot of yawns yeah. around the table, eh? I'm not yawning. Yeah, well, I, like I, can, I can tell. I can For tell. once, I actually want to get started on a school day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not going to be much different. I, I think you're going to see the horse of school days. No good, I either. always want to get started on a school day. It says, amazing at everything, uh, and she never leaves you unsatisfied. Uh, and Anise is often is often rarely used as Jamaican men can rarely find a girl that can be classified as a niece. So it's saying it's just a great compliment. And he says, um, but she does like black licorice and I met your wife down by the beach is what he says. Well, that one I think is a little bit offside that comment. Don't you think? Black licorice. Well, cause uh, you guys were in, we were in Jamaica. We that's where Jamaica. this, and that's, I think Conroy met us down there. So we're listening to her. Uh, man, I'm having technical difficulties today on my system. I'm not able to see my levels, so we'll see what we can keep doing here. We have to make sure we stay on the microphones, guys. All right, that's it, it for so thank Conroy. I appreciate the the five stars. I appreciate uh, you clarifying that comment from last week. Again, to my cousin Kevin, I'm sorry for the false accusations, and I hope you can all forgive me. Thanks a lot for your feedback. We got feedback in the future. In the future, guys, if you want to come to uh, if you want to give me feedback, you know there's ways to do it. Go on iTunes. Please give me five stars if you can. That helps my ranking. It gets me up on the charts for new and noteworthy. So anytime someone, you don't have to write me a comment, but if you want, please leave me five stars is the best. And that will help me get noticed by people who don't know yet about the life in the Dutch Hall. And you can also follow me on Twitter, Dutch Hall on Twitter, and email me at lifeinthedutchhall at gmail.com. And I have an Instagram account too, Dutch Hall on Instagram. And uh, so... And on Facebook, it's Life of the Dutch Hall on Facebook. Big yawns for everybody because everyone hates feedback. <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay, so every now it's lesson. The school is in session. So you guys all go to Catholic school. Is that right? Yep. Yep. And yep, So I want to start out with religion then. We'll start out with religion. Yeah. So today is, a, is an important anniversary. Do you know what it is? St. Patrick's Day? No, the, the one-year <laughs> no. anniversary of the Pope. The one-year anniversary of the Pope, Pope Francis, eh? Yep. We were talking about yep. that earlier today. All right. So Pope Francis is our Pope. is the Catholic Pope. We're all Catholic here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had heard or read a story. Girls, you heard, you read the story. Or do you want me to? Um. Yeah, we read the story. You oh. say it. <laughs> you want me to say it? Okay, yes. there's a story that we read about Pope Francis. And basically... Pope Francis was amongst a bunch of priests this week talking candidly, and he had mentioned that uh, there was this really well-respected priest, I think in Argentina or something like that, or some South American country. Anyways, and he um, was like, the, he was a confessor. So he, if you go to, he would give confessions to all the priests. Pope John Paul II went to go get confession from this guy. He was like a really good confessor. Like, so if you went to him to confess your sins, he was supposed to be like the best of it, right? He's one of the best. Yep. Right. And Pope, or Pope Francis loved the man. He, he held him in high regard. And when he was, uh, he went to his wake when the man passed away, when the priest passed away. And he noticed that this guy's done all this great work in his life, but he had no flowers in his casket. Right? He had no flowers at all. So Pope Francis went and got him flowers, brought it to the casket. And when he noticed, when he got back to the casket, he noticed that the guy was still clutching his rosary in his hand. Which is quite common for a Catholic funeral to have the man clutch a, a rosary. But what Pope, Pope Francis admitted to was that he took the cross off of the off of the uh, the rosary and he broke it off and stole it. He stole the cross from a from a from dead man's casket. What? Oh my gosh! Right? Why? Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's good. You got to come in a little bit. But uh, what he said was, he said that uh, he, he, he prayed for mercy that the guy would grant him half of his mercy. And what he did was he always carried around his pocket that cross. So he, And every time he was confessing sins where he would get a little patient, impatient from a guy, like he, he needed to grant him grace. He would like touch the cross in his pocket and he'd realize I need to have, I need to ask this man for grace because I stole from his casket. And then he would, then he would say he can then forgive others because he knows that he himself has sinned. So then he can, he can understand how people can sometimes be sinners because we're all sinners. Right. Right. And do you, do you hear that at school? We're all sinners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, A lot. Not really. I don't hear that at school, but, um, she does make it clear that nobody, everybody makes it clear, she does make it clear that nobody's perfect. It's like... Who, your teacher? Yeah, she says, nobody's perfect, I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, the only person, per- yeah. She doesn't say that, but, like, I don't she, know. She, no, she, never right. mind, just pretend I'm not here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she gets that kind of message across. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you're, if you know, like, uh, yeah, go ahead, Kate. Uh, at school, we don't. Um, they don't say that, but if we're going to church, if we're going to mass, mm-hmm. yeah. which we go to once a month at school, the priest will always say that. You're right. Why do you like, think the... I sin a lot. The priests say they sin, right? Yeah. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. So, like, what do you say, Maya? Well, um, like, when we go to confession, um, we always say, if you have, if you have no sins, then you must be lying, <laughs> because there are, everybody has <laughs> Has a sin. Really? I don't know about that. Like, I look at myself. I mean, I guess technically I sin. Everybody but you don't really realize he has a sin. But I never stole from a dead man's casket. No. <laughs> like, yeah. I've, I've never, like, like when the priests talk about sins, it seems like their sins are pretty bad. And then the Pope's doing stuff, and it's really bad, too. It's like, my sins are like, maybe I said a swear word now and again. Like, but, I, but I haven't really done anything too too bad that I'd be ashamed of. I didn't of, steal right? from a dead man's casket. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal, right? <laughs> that's a right? pretty big I deal. I steal yeah. a dead man. <laughs> hey, Luke, can you go shut that door for me, please? Uh, yeah, I'll shut or, my, yeah. or <laughs> I will. All right, never mind. Maya will or whatever. So, or, so, all right. No idea. Hey, Luke. Yeah. You, you got to keep it to what the show is, okay, bud? So, um, anyhow, we... So I was just saying about that. Like, if you look at me, I would feel pretty confident and say, I don't go to confession. I don't go at all to confession. This is probably not good for religious class, but this is why I'm not allowed to teach in a Catholic school. I don't go to confession because I really, I really don't feel I have anything to say I'm sorry about. I don't feel sorry about anything. But then you look at a guy like the Pope. He had gone to this guy many times to confess his sins and then promises not to sin again or to do his best not to sin again and then, like, purposely feels compelled enough to steal a possession from a, de- a dead man, like a, it seems to be no, that seems to be a pretty big one. Like I would say yeah. that's one worthy of going to confession for. For me, I mean, to say a couple of dirty words or something like that, eh, I don't know. If that's going to keep me out of heaven, I don't know what if it's a place I want to be. What do you think? Well, mine, I would only have like Kate, bugging Caitlin. That's basically all. That's your biggest sin? Begging Caitlin's probably my biggest. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Lucas? What's your biggest sin? Uh, I have lied, like, once. Um, the other, like, I think we've all lied, but, like, some of the times we don't want to make people feel bad. Like, most of the times we don't want to make the person feel bad, so we, like, lie. Like A white lie? Yeah, yeah. a white lie. Like, we don't want to make the person feel bad, so we lie. But, like... You might feel so. You might feel sorry for that. Yeah, that's about like, your biggest one. Okay, my Kate, what do you think? Biggest one is probably lying because I made like a really big lie when I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> this is confession. As I went uh, to the Pete. principal's office. Yeah, you did. You went to the principal's office. Now we're getting into a juicy story here, guys. Now it's now it's starting to become something, eh? Uh, I never been to the principal's office. How, how about you, Kate? Principal's office? Uh, I've never really been principal's office like to be in trouble yeah but i have been (laughs) to the principal's office just you never got in trouble there no looks what'd you get in trouble for uh like i just i told like an older kid i asked an older kid to to do something stupid for me and he did it and then i got like a scratch on my back from it and then i blamed it on him oh yeah (laughs) 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 so it wasn't exactly truthful yeah it was like i was like the older person was around um maddie's age so right now yeah um and you gotta get on the mic buddy and i was around like uh 
my sister's age, like kindergarten. Like well, probably first not year, kindergarten. Year? Yeah, probably <laughs> like uh, grade one or grade two. All right. <laughs> All right, so he didn't answer the question. But anyway, so <laughs> we don't. We're gonna put religion aside right now. I wanted to talk a little bit about something that we're all interested in. Around this table, we're all pretty interested in music. So music class, I think yeah. we're gonna start out with because we got to get this thing back on the road. It seems to be a bit of a yawn fest, don't you think? <laughs> no, I think yes. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see you guys all tuning out. I mean, I'd rather you guys all talk as long as we don't talk over each other. We don't have to put up our hands like school, but so you can feel free to pop in. Well, we had a pretty good conversation on the drive here as I picked up my nieces from school or from their house to come to this school. And we talked a little bit about music. We all have a big passion for it. Um, Maddie's been playing guitar and singing for quite some time. If you would like to check out my YouTube, you can YouTube me at Maddie Ball. And I haven't posted in a while, but I'm going to be posting again. So if I don't have time to play It's just on the Maddie show, Ball on YouTube? Just Maddie Ball because you had to change it. But M-A-D-D-I-E-B-A-L-L. And if that doesn't work, my username is Madeline, M-A-D-D-I-L-Y-N-B-A-L-L-11. Just oh, the number 11. Madeline Ball 11. Yeah. And uh, so basically what I was thinking about, what do you want? I wrote a song. Yeah, we're going to get to it, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you gotta wait. So, anyways, uh, so we're so you threw me right off again. We so were talking we're, about um, music. Yeah, music. Right. Music. And what we were talking about on the via, on the drive here. Do you remember what we were talking about? Yep, we were talking about headliners and about opening acts. And so the stage is normally when you're going to see a concert. It's normally set up for the headliner. And um, they almost make the opening act look a lot lesser than they actually are right. to make the headliner look like the big shot. Yeah. Go ahead. Just just pop in. What's a headliner? Uh, like if you go to a concert, the person on the top of the ticket, that's the headliner. Right? Like the person Jack White. Jack White. Oh, when we went to that, yeah. Yeah, when we went to Jack White, Jack White was a headliner, and the and the and the opening act was Pokey Lafarge, and they were and, and they were like in smaller print, so they would be the opening act. And so generally, when you go see an opening act, they they have to they go on stage. They don't get the big light show. They don't get the the backdrop with the fancy video stuff, and they don't get the sound system set up for them. They just get well, whatever a red light, and and people don't really pay, they're not even amped as loud. Nothing. So when, when and I think the idea is some corporate so and so somewhere decided that we want to make the headliner look better. So. Um, um, so you want to make the headliner look better, so you make the opening act look worse. Whereas if I'm paying a fifty to hundred bucks for a ticket and going to see a concert after spending my hard-earned money, I need to uh, I need to know that the I would love to be able to see both acts be showcased to the full potential of their ability, right? Like if why can't you make if I, and I remember one time there was like a concert where you know the Red Hot Chili Peppers were touring with with Foo Fighters, right? And so. Both of those acts are huge acts, so there's no darn way that both of them, that one of them was set up like an opening act. They both have their full sound system, their full light system, their full everything, and then the, the, um, and then the next guy would come out and they'd have their full setup, and the show would probably be terrific, right? But for some for some reason, they don't make that happen at every concert. They make the opening act look worse, so the so the closing act looks better. And what do you think, Maya? Um, I, I don't think that's right, because they came there, too. They deserve their full potential. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that you should make them, make them shine. You know, that, why wouldn't you want to put on the best show you could put on? Yeah. yeah, it'd be better than it should, better than you paid for. Right, right. And then we went on, to, sorry? Um, when, if you're paying 50 to $100 for a ticket, you want the opening act to look just as good as the headliner, because if it doesn't, then you're going to... I don't know. I just wouldn't feel like I was getting my money's worth of what I paid for. Right, right. I agree with that 100%. So, um, and then when we went on, what what I what I wanted to do is just kind of ask you guys what, because you're younger, you're a younger generation, we end up looking out, I, I look at what you guys are watching on TV and on the internet and stuff, and sometimes I'm not completely in agreement with it. Like, I don't really get it because I'm an old man, but uh, sometimes I think it's really good. So what what do you guys think? Can you what are you into right now, Emma? Like are you what's what's the, what music especially are you looking at on the are you listening what to? Music? Yeah. Or are you into comedy? You're more of a comedian, right? Yeah. Well, um my favorite T V show is The Next Step. 
Really? Yeah, I love that show so much. Oh, I can't stand it. <laughs> my, but then dad, I w- my dad either. He calls it, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you like it because it's like a soap opera, right? Well, um, I don't know why. I kind of like watching them dance. And my, um, my sister, she knows the choreographer. For the so, show? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was in a couple plays, and she was my choreographer, and then she went on to work um, on TV. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so you... it's, like, nice to know what she choreographed in that show. I really like it. Oh, that's really cool that the you're a- able... The acting isn't very good, but the dances are, are well choreographed. I think both are very well. But I like the dances. Yeah, yeah. But for music, what do you listen to music-wise lately? Um, I kind of, I like, um, there's this new song by Magic called Rude. Yeah? And I really like that song. Magic? That's the name of the band? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Is it's it a pop, pop music? It's like reggae pop almost. Yeah. Like the cool. strumming is kind of offbeat, and it is, it's like a reggae pop. It's really cool. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What about you, Maya? What are you into lately? Well, pop. I like pop, and I also like some like old bands like the Beatles and Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, well, they say that music, when you're starting out with music, usually you cut your teeth on pop music. Like, pop music's generally what people get into. When I was a kid, I know that uh, whatever they're playing on the pop station is probably what I heard the most, so you get into it. And then as you get older, you usually develop taste, but certain people just get stalled, and they never really explore past whatever they tell you is good. (laughs) So, um, but some pop music's pretty good nowadays, eh? Like, it's not all bad. It's just corporate, like, packaged stuff. I like it a little bit more raw. What about you, Luke? You're uh, you like pop music? Uh, sometimes. Like what I like most is um, I really like rock music because that's what I like grew up with. Like Dad always played like rock on his guitar. He always made he always made me listen to like the Foo Fighters, Jack White, and uh, he just made me look listen to a bunch of um people that he used to listen to, like. And you like them now too, right? Yeah, I really like I really like them now too. Like um, a new um, Arctic Monkeys album came, came. Well, not new. I don't know how old it is, but uh, it's pretty new. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, new. it's pretty new. It's um, AM. Oh yeah. I really I really like it, and I have it on my iPod. I, like most of the time, I listen to music. I listen to that. I have to listen to that or Jack White, The Rock on Tours. So rock you're kind of more yeah. into the older yeah. kind of rock kind of stuff. I'm more into the old music. Yeah, that's all. Well. Like, I'm young, but then I'm also old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, what about you girls over there, Caitlin? Uh, well, I'm kind of like, I like everything. I like pop, and uh, I'll listen to rock, you know, Beatles. I've listened like, my favorite song right now is Riptide by Vance Joy. And then I like pop, like the mainstream everything yeah and you play you play ukulele yep i do and piano yeah and uh maddie what about yourself um i kind of have an appreciation for everything but i really like i like kind of the rock music like because my dad always listens to it and the mainstream kind of pop stuff is what everybody listens to but i turn mainstream pop stuff more into like an acoustic kind of rock version of it oh yeah almost. and you you're in the country as well or yeah i like country but because like it's music. it's okay when we're going to get into playing your song okay. too at the end of the segment but before caitlin brought up an interesting game the other day she was asking who i thought was better if it was uh justin bieber or miley cyrus. miley cyrus right that was the that was the question what who's better justin bieber or miley cyrus that's like saying what do you like better do you like uh eating this plate of poo <laughs> or this, this cup of a urine. Pee. Yes, <laughs> it's not a. Oh, man, a I'm not bad. too excited about either one of those choices, but if I had to pick, I think I would probably take the cup of urine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't taste it. That's why. It's no, disgusting. I, you can plug. I it would probably nose. say Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, right? So what? Miley Cyrus is the pee cup. And Justin the poop I think I would choose Miley Cyrus as well, almost because Justin Bieber started as this really like I don't know, he started as a as a good artist, but then he kinda like progressed to just go bad and then kind of thought whatever he does, he's still gonna have all those fans, he's still gonna be making all those money, but he but if he's not 
if he's not focusing on his music and he's doing other things, then um, that's just not going to be there anymore. But Miley Cyrus had a really successful career. Right, right. And now she's still having a successful career, but it's just in a different kind of yeah. way almost. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, really I don't different. love it, but um, I like her better. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, I would pick Miley Cyrus also because um, I saw her on Ellen and she said... Like, I want to show people that I can change or something. Because of Hannah Montana. Right, yeah. right, right. But but you are you were a Hannah Montana fan, weren't you? Yes, I still have her pajamas because <laughs> they're comfy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, now that you, you see the new version of her, right, being an old Hannah Montana fan, and now you see the new, what they're, what they're packaging, what do you think of the, what they've done to her? Is, as, is she no longer for you? Yeah, well... I would much rather have her be Hannah Montana again because, like, when in Miley Cyrus, because, like, when she shaved her head and dyed it, I liked her hair much better, <laughs> and she was so pretty when, um, when she was, like, the old Miley Cyrus. And now you don't find her to be as pretty, right? Yeah. But as far as the music goes, uh, um, go ahead and talk. You don't have to wait for me. Yep. Yeah, the music is pretty good, I guess. Some like, she's still got a good voice. Yeah, she got a good voice. She got natural talent, so I like her better, too. Yeah. The music videos. Yeah. And no. <laughs> yeah, not at all appropriate, even for me. I don't even like, I don't even like looking at it. It kind of grosses me out a little bit. My problem with her is that I, don't, I think that her talent's there. I just don't think she has any artistic integrity. Like, I don't think she's got any integrity whatsoever. Um, oh my goodness, the snowmobile showed up, so we might be interrupted halfway through our podcast here. Um, but she, I don't think she has much intention. I think what happened with Miley Cyrus is she went to whatever publicist she was dealing with and said, listen, I don't want to be Hannah Montana anymore. I want you to make me into something else. And then they made her into something else. And uh, so we, uh, look at this, we got, we got Greg Bo coming in, I think, to, to join the podcast. Hey, Greg, we're in the middle of the recording. All right, <laughs> take it easy. There we go. We had a special guest. You want to give him a round of applause? Yay, yeah. Greg Bo. <laughs> There's Greg, everybody. So, yeah. So, anyways, but but I think that she did says it just packaged me up. And then what they told her, okay, we want you to cut your hair a certain way. We want you to wear these clothes or no clothes, as it turns out <laughs> most of the time. And then we want you to sing these songs. And the songs itself are pretty good. Caitlin always tries to get me convinced that Wrecking Ball is a, is a really good song. I I, I agree. I actually really agree with Caitlin because she's almost because her and Liam Liam Hemsworth they um they split up. They were supposed to get married, and then once I think once like the corporate kind of told her what she had to do, I don't think he liked that, and so I think that really showed in her song. I don't know. That's my opinion on it. What's yours? Uh, I just like. I think that it's a very well written song. The tune is nice, mm -hmm. and uh, if it wasn't for the video. I think that I would have liked it a lot better, but it's still a really good song if you just ignore the video. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Well, anyways, while we talk about Justin Bieber, I was hoping Maddie could set up to do the song because we're getting oh. to four, we're getting close to the end of the program, actually. We're getting near it, and we still have to do random facts. So that's how we want to close the show. So I always wanted to say uh, Justin Bieber. Now, Justin Bieber's a Canadian boy. He's one of our guys, right? He, sh he started out actually being kind of a nice kid, trying to play music just like all you guys, right? Just pursuing what you like, doing the right thing. And now I think he's gotten to be quite an embarrassment. I think I think most of us can agree that he's not been we're not been a source of Canadian pride. Would that be a fair thing to say, Emma? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. And you guys were telling me a story how he he wouldn't put his shirt on in a Starbucks or something, and then he ended up getting kicked out of the kicked out of Starbucks or going pulling a tantrum. Is that right, Matt, Emma? Well, um, oh. Did you hear that oh, one too? Yeah. He like he started crying. He started because, crying. And he was calling everybody out. The oh, guy, yeah. he, was, he was telling him that he would sue him. Oh, man. Just because he wouldn't serve him, but I wouldn't serve him if he didn't have a shirt on in a restaurant. You still got to follow the rules. I don't care yeah. how, how much money you make singing crappy music. You still have to follow the rules, right? <laughs> and, and Put your shirt on. Put your shirt on. Stop being a baby. You know, start maybe just working, up. working on your voice for a bit, you know, like work on maybe singing better music for heaven's sakes. I haven't swore yet. It's been, I've been pretty good. <laughs> All right. So we're getting ready to, for, we're going to do a cover song, which is, uh, 
which I'm kind of tempting the gods again. We did once for Queen of the Stone Age with the Happy Birthday Charters, but now we have our second uh, version. This one here, Maddie, would you like to tell me who you're going to be playing? Um, it is called Too Close by Alex Clare. All right. Yeah. And um, it is your version, your rendition of it. Are you ready to go? So Too Close by Alex Clare. Alex Clare, please understand <laughs> that we have a 13-year-old girl here who's, who's giving more exposure to your song <laughs> to people who would ordinarily not probably even be hear it. So now, if anything, we're helping you out, trying to advertise for people to go out and look up this song and download it, buy it, help the guy out because he's a great <laughs> artist. And without further ado, I'd like to introduce my niece, Maddie Ball. <laughs> All right. But I need to breathe At the end of it all You're still my best friend But there's something inside That I need to release Which way is right Which way is wrong How do I say that I need to move on Fart sound at the end of that one there, Maddie. That's gonna go all the way. A well, good job. So Thank now, you. actually, don't put that don't put that guitar away so quickly, because right now is the segment of the show that is gonna be like no more boring Pete talk anymore. Let's. This is the time we hand the show over to the stars of this episode of March Break. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. Thanks. This is a little segment we call Random Facts. Random facts. Random facts. All right, random facts. First random fact. Uh, we're going to hand this. Oh, sorry, go ahead, guys. I can interrupt you. Welcome, Welcome to, to Random Facts, facts live from, from the school of, of the Dutch Hall. Did you know that cats pee glows in the black light? So, whoa, 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 don't go too far on that one. You're telling me cat's pee glows in black light? Yep. Does it, does it, do you, does it tell you why? No. <laughs> it just does. Random fact. Did Even it tell you like... how they found that out? No. <laughs> it's just a random fact. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like a cat peed on the carpet and, and then, then you shine, yeah. It glue. Or. If you shine a black light over it and you think that your cat or your kitten had a. Had an accident, you just shine the black light and it'll it'll show you. Right. Yeah. Or, or if you got like peed on and then you went to the went to a rave or something like that, your cat peed on you and then you go to. <laughs> or just a mini putt thing. Yeah, into the glow in the dark mini golf. Yeah. You're wearing all black. <laughs> you go anyway. Uh, help me. All right. Random fact number two. Did you know that lobsters? Come in close, buddy, so we can all hear it. Did you know that lobsters can be left-handed or right-handed? And the biggest claw is the dominant claw. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, which one's a better pitcher? 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. Whichever lobster, like the bigger claw, like there. There's no answer required. It's just a joke. <laughs> Rhetorical the question. The claw and the crusher claw. The crusher claw, the dominant claw. Okay, great. Thank I'm you, random grab fact. You with my dominant <laughs> hand, so it's stronger. All right, random fact number three. Almonds are members of the peach family. The peach family? What? Yes, the well, peach I would never guessed that. Well, it kind of looks never. like the pit, doesn't it? Well, does an almond grow in a bigger know. shell? Like, is, it, is it the pit or is the actual nut the pit? I We're going to have to look it up. Know. We'll look it up. All right. I just got it off the website. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fact. Next one. Caitlin. Uh, a snail can sleep up to three years at a time. A snail sleeps up to three years at a time. Yeah. So they're not really slow at all. They're just sleeping. <laughs> yeah. They're sleepwalking. I bet you they only have a few snails. All right. Ondontophobia is the fear of teeth. Ondontophobia. Ondontophobia. And what's yours? 13? Triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidekaphobia. Long. Okay, I don't understand. Smile. Why would someone be afraid of teeth? <laughs> Well, you'd be afraid all the time unless you took your own teeth out. I bet you they uh, would. They have to take their own their own teeth out of their face, like yeah. out of their own. I head? get you. So. They might be hiding in the room their whole life because they can't see anyone. Right. Well, that'd be a, that would be terrifying. Imagine being afraid of your own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they, would their, they would probably like rip their teeth rip out their individually. Teeth out, like, in, in well, the movie. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Uh, that's not a good one. What do you got there, Maya? Um, cockroaches live for nine days. I'm not done without their head because they will starve to death. And starfish have no brains. That I guess that explains why Patrick Star is so dumb. So no no brains on a starfish. And what was the first one? You said that uh, um, oh, a cockroach can live without his head. For nine no days. heads on a cockroach. Nine days. And because it will starve to death. Well, that's interesting. That scares me just a little bit. You got another one? Lucas. The author of I Survived. Come in close, buddy. We want to be able to hear it. The author of I Survived uh, did not want to write the book I Survived the Nazi Invasion because she is Jewish and it was too hard for her because it was a like it was a personal experience. She didn't want to write it. Oh, really? Yeah. I and didn't. last random fact. Last random fact. Let's see what you got. Okay, this one seriously blew my mind. <laughs> Peanuts is. A peanut is an ingredient for dynamite. A peanut is an ingredient for dynamite. It blew what? my mind, too. <laughs> what? Dynamite blows, too? <laughs> <laughs> Pardon the pun, eh? It blew your mind. It's very <laughs> punny. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, you so punny. I so punny. <laughs> so, I got... Uh, the only thing I wanted to just... We're getting close to the end of the show now, guys. I want to thank you all for coming in. You've done a great job today. I don't know I don't know how uh, boring I was. It seems like you guys gave me lots of yawns, so I feel kind of bad about it. I only did one yawn. Oh, I always saw it. I saw it happen. Keaton was just yawning right now. I did a couple. The one thing I wanted to do is give a special shout-out. A couple of episodes ago, while the Olympics was going on, the Winter Olympics, we gave a... We gave some credit to our Canadian Olympians who were over there doing a good job, like our girls hockey players and our our male hockey players. All the Olympians that did well, we did did so good. And right now, the Paralympics is going on. It's a surf is ed segment. And I just wanted you to know, are you guys watching it, the Paralympics, or paying attention to it at all? I don't think it's went on yet. Yeah, they're on TV. I watched a hockey game the other day against uh, USA and Russia. Really? Because, yeah, because they say Canada and... uh, the USA are in the semifinals right now yeah. for that, and, and it's virtually unnoticed. But when I was working still, when I still worked uh, at my old job, we used to have in famous people come in and talk to us about their experiences. So we'd have, like, newscasters like Peter Mansbridge or Ron McLean, you know, from Hockey Night in Canada. Do you know Ron McLean? Yeah. And, and, so. and yeah. In another, we also had Olympians. We had Haley Wickenheiser one time come from um, – she's a, a, the women's hockey. Yeah. Our, our great, great uh, captain of ours for years and years. And the one time we had probably the greatest Canadian Olympian, uh, Chantelle Petitclair. And you know, her, do you, have you ever heard of her? No. She, I call her the greatest Olympian no. because she won, f- she won something like five gold medals. Oh, my God. And, uh, and she, was in, she, was in, she was in wheelchair racing. And when, oh. she, t- when she told stories, so this, this is in the summer games, but the summer Paralympic games. And she told stories about how much they had to prepare for this. Like she would, she would train 365 days a year. And uh, the amount of like head games that the other athletes would play when they went into the 
into the, when they're getting ready to do their race, the other girls are trying to psych her out and they're doing all these crazy like head games. Like the amount of commitment and dedication that these Paralympian athletes or Paralympic athletes are doing compared to what our regular Olympic athletes do is exactly the same. These guys put the same amount of work in, the same amount of dedication, the same amount of sacrifice. And the fact that we're not paying attention to this going on in Russia right now is a real shame. So I just wanted to give a, a shout out to our Canadian or all the Paralympic athletes in the world and say we're proud of you. What do you want to say, Maya? And um, it's also harder for them because they have, well, they're in the Paralympics and they have disabilities. Like a disability, disability. right? Well, that's, but you know what, though? You don't have to be disabled to be in the Paralympics. If you have, uh, let's say that you were doing sledge hockey, that's one of the things that's in the Olympics now. Or What's that? Like it's hockey, but you're on a sled or whatever. You you because you you don't have the use of your legs, right? Of your sled, and and it kind of acts as your skate. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, and so the 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 right now, like if if I wanted to compete in that, I could. Um, There's a local athlete, Annette uh, Elizabeth. She was in she was in glow ball, which is a a, for a sport for the blind, and uh, you could be in that too when you weren't blind, but you had to wear a blindfold. And if you have able-bodied, if you're able-bodied, you have uh, your, the use of both your legs, and you want to do sledge hockey, you could. But they say that able-bodied people are are generally not as talented as the people with a disability because the people with a disability have been used to that. Like, they've been used to... De- whereas uh, if you had the use of your legs, you might lean on it like you're supposed to... You'd look to use them. But if you've never had the use of them or you haven't had the use of them for some time, you don't even... It does. It's not, not an issue for you, Right. Me and Caitlin were kind of talking about this before the show. We were talking about how maybe if you were training to actually be in, t- in the Olympics and you got in an accident or something and then had to be in a wheelchair, I think that that would be a good opportunity for you right. to go into the Paralympics. But right? there's no guarantees just because you're disabled no. that you're going to make it in there. Like it's You have to train really yeah. sa- the same as like the Olympians. Yeah. You have to train just as much. Maybe even more. Maybe even more, yeah. It's And it's the ho- level of competition is really, really, stri- really stiff, so... And it's not like the Special Olympics. The Special Olympics is more that everyone, they want everyone to be able to participate, right? What's Where, the Special Olympics? The Special Olympics are people with mental disabilities, like oh. for for people oh, yeah. that have uh, mental handicaps, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're, um, and so that's more for them to feel like a part of a community and, and compete where uh, Paralympics is for people just without uh, the use of, the, like a physical use of some of their body parts or whatever, I guess. That's I'm a, I'm the wrong guy to say, and I said that pretty politically correct, by the way. So I give myself some credit for that. Mm-hmm. So guys, any anything else to add before we call it a day? No. Um, no. Can I say a joke? I was gonna I was gonna say we need a closer, Emma. I was gonna say we need a closer, but before you go, I'd like to give you a proper introduction, if you don't mind. All right. And I want to give the people a little bit of a story about this next performer. We have one last performer before we're done here. And uh, this performer is an amateur, a budding stand-up comedian. She has uh, auditioned for Norfolk Has Talent, and uh, she's been working on her material for, uh, for... How long have you been at it, Emma? I don't know. Anyways, I've been lucky enough to be able to hear some great stories from, from this young lady. Now I'd like to introduce her to the world. Here she is, the lovely and talented Emma Ball. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get Just the part. So, um, uh, I was talking to my cousin, one of my cousins, and he said, I'm the bestest math doer in my class. And I looked at him right in the eye, and I said, well, how good are you in grammar? <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> so, um, I was talking to my grandma, and she said, Emma, what time is it? I said, it's 8.20. She said, what does that mean? I said, it's 20.20? And she said, no, what else does 8.20 mean? And I said, it's 5 o'clock somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Any more? Uh... The miles one. Tell them about right. the miles. Oh, one. Yeah. This is yeah. This is a regular story. About so um, we were we were trying to teach my cousin Miles what like a knock knock joke was, and um, he said 
Knock, knock. I said, who's there? He said, Gogi. I said, Gogi who? He said, yep, you farted. In the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Maddie said, well, you got to say, knock, knock. They'll say, who's there? And then you have to say something or someone. And then they'll say that thing who. <laughs> and then, then you got to say a joke. So he said, knock, knock. I said, who's there? He said, something. I said, something who? And he said, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good closer. You did really good. Let's give her a round of applause, everybody. Actually, you all deserve a good round of applause. I'd like to thank you for spending some time with me today on your March break. It was good, it was good to have all you guys in. I, I uh, think you're all a bunch of great kids. I really do believe that you guys are the future. Of, you're going to change the world because you guys, smart, talented people like yourself, are going to be able to really correct the mistakes of the, of the previous generations like us and the baby boomers. And uh, so I really want to thank you guys for coming in. I hope to have you in here before again where we can probably not make you yawn so much. And uh, for all the people at home, thanks for listening. And we hope to see you next Thursday. Once again, I'm Pete Van Dyke. This has been Live from the Dutch Hall. And, uh, oh, we, got we want to see you next week. So take it easy, everybody. 